0: Come and dream with me.
1: Hello and welcome to What You Want to Watch the Explosion Networks, premier media podcast. Every week we get together to talk about movies, TV and online content and help you answer the question. With the Australian version of The Office coming and NCIS Sydney just getting its cast, what's the next American TV show that's going to get Australianised? Excited to find out. I'm your host, Ashley Blee. Joining me today, Dylan Blight. Um good question. I don't know actually. Cops. Brilliant. <laughs> Law and order. Is Cops. Some... Yeah. Uh on today's show we'll be discussing what you watch history, going with some film and TV news, giving some thumbs to trailers and telling you about this week's top three. Uh we'll kick things off, Dylan. Uh, you've got a review up on explosion.com the first episode of the idol the much talked about new series from sam levison uh that debuted a can too much uh critical uh distaste what uh, did you yes. think of the first steps
0: it was pretty shit i think i gave it like a three three yeah. and a half i don't know something like that um it actually starts good and it just complete. well it starts decent i guess is how it, it starts decent and it just completely sort of dovetails um when when the i when the episode the first episode started i thought it was like sort of tongue-in-cheek like i thought it i thought i understood what the show was going for and then i'm not even sure this no show is what going for because it starts with lily rose depp's character jocelyn she's like this pop star who's had some major event happen in her life. And now she's about to put out her first big um, album in quite some time. uh, And she's doing a photo shoot. And then this whole event starts coming around, like people arguing with her about being able to do topless photo shoots. And like, we got all these managers scrambling around and then like a a photo leaks online of her with fucking someone's semen all over her face. And like, it just is very just a lot. Um, but it, the way the dialogue was written, and you got oh, the way that the characters are sort of going backwards and forwards. I thought I was like, yeah, okay, this is very over the top, but sort of tongue-in-cheek way, like having a look at it. Um, and then after this this event, which sort of plays out for the first twenty minutes, this like real-time back and forth trying to solve this problem thing. Um, then she goes to a club where she meets the weekend's character. And it just like my intrigue, my interest. I was paying attention to the first twenty minutes, and the next second, I was playing Marvel Snap on the phone. <laughs> it's how I would describe the direction of this show went. Because he comes in, he's a very creepy dude, and he has these creepy conversations. And then she, for some reason, likes him, even though he's got this disgusting rat tail. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> um, then she's inviting him over to her house and he's like has horrible lines of, <laughs> including you know if you're gonna sing about i think it's something like if you're gonna sing about being a freak at least sound like you know how to fuck <laughs> or something like that just like the most ridiculous line uh, and anyway like it just yeah just uh i was like cool yep that was a show that was the thing i watched and um very weird very weird show i, I just i feel like you could tell because that i'm like as soon as the episode finished i went back and reread like that um the um allegations co- and stuff well that yeah that big article and like the thing was that the original director left and then the report was it was because um the weekend didn't like the direction the show was taking which was like giving it more of a female centric view and he wanted it to be more about his character and i don't know i feel like you see that transition halfway through this episode mm. so uh yeah i wouldn't suggest it It's my end of the day comment a big l from sound of it yeah big big l so you're not gonna watch episode two <laughs> i don't think i will i'm i was nearly gonna if i could be bothered just to see if it could get worse but i don't think i could be bothered No.
1: Uh, so watch Flaming Hot the new film on Disney Plus directed by Eva Longoria about the creation of the Flaming Hot Cheeto uh, following the life of uh, Richard Montanez a young man growing up in Southern California um, who got into a life of crime working, uh, getting into gang life and that kind of stuff Uh, but as his family starts to get Uh, bigger and older, Uh, he kind of tries to change his ways, uh, and he ends up working as a janitor at Frito-Lay, the company that makes uh, Cheetos and all that kind of stuff. Uh, And eventually he comes across the idea of, uh, as the the, uh, recession, I guess, of the mid or late 80s is hitting, uh, and the factory is potentially going to be closed, he has the idea to uh, incorporate Latin flavors into... uh, the cheetos and doritos and that kind of stuff and uh pitches the idea despite being just a janitor to the uh ceo uh and things go from there uh yeah it's a perfectly fine underdog story i mean it, it's um a little bit over the top and over dramatic at times it, this does have some final fine elements of like they have a lot of like fantasy-esque scenes and that kind of stuff um like like a scrubs i guess kind of but like over the top kind of elements um yeah i found it quite enjoyable i don't think it's it's not mind-blowing anyway i think it's pretty solid in every way uh the main guy Jessica garcia is very enjoyable um i don't think flaming hot cheetos are a big thing here in australia but obviously they're a huge thing in the us so um you want to learn the origins of flaming hot cheetos and see a guy go from the bottom to the top you know this is the movie for you so and Hot on Disney Plus check that out uh, Dylan you've watched the new film from Guy Ritchie, Guy Ritchie's Covenant coming to Prime Video this week
0: Um, The Covenant yeah so this this is an interesting one because I, I swear when the trailer released this was supposed to come to cinemas and then it disappeared and then the what's coming to Amazon Prime email came out and they're like hey The Covenant's coming to this one <laughs> you know, mm. it's like weird Anyway, um, I actually really enjoyed this movie. So the 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 pitch for this one is it's like set, I guess, I think it's around like the last year um, that um, US forces are in Afghanistan before they sort of pull out. I think yeah. it's like whatever that is, like 2017, 18. Like in the back end, um, you've got the main character, which is Jake Gyllenhaal, who's like this sergeant. And Jake Gyllenhaal is like decent in this movie, but the star of it is is other dude um dar salim dar salim yeah dar salim who's this uh he plays ahmed who's a uh translator uh for the like he he's jake gyllenhaal's like squad or whatever like translator um and the first half of the movie it's sort of broken up into two acts i guess the first half of the movie like has um like you get to see uh jake gyllenhaal's character the sergeant slim and um the, sorry, um, Ahmed and the the rest of his crew sort of like gathering evidence and like, you know, doing the, the typical like we're trying to find weapons of fucking bombs and whatever else and um, track all that stuff down. And then a major sort of uh, shootout happens and they get stuck together and those two characters, Ahmed and the sergeant, they go for a lot and Ahmed ends up um, being able to save him. And then you, the second half of the movie is months later and it's, hey, um, he's like the sergeant's now back in America and he's like, how's that Ahmed dude? Like, has he got out of Afghanistan yet? Because part of the deal the American government made for a lot of these people was, hey, you you sort of, you work for us and we'll help get you visas to to America. Like, that was the, that sort of the deal. But no, nope, he's like he's still stuck there he's in hiding also he's like most wanted now for helping this american sergeant like escape and all this sort of stuff and then the second half of the movie is jake gyllenhaal's character being like i'm gonna fucking go in and save this motherfucker because um that's what i got to do i i quite enjoyed it i definitely feel that yeah Darso lim ahmed stand out really really there's, there's something some people have a Look, and this dude just portrays so much. I think with his eyes throughout this movie, like there's not this segments just without dialogue. It's just there's a lot going on in that dude's eyes. I think um, in his face, a lot of like very minimalistic performance. But I I, I thought there was a lot there. Um, this is also not a Guy Ritchie flashy, over the top, fast paced edited movie. This is definitely Guy Ritchie taking a step back, treating the material with a, a lot more seriousness than. Um, he would give to other things, which I definitely appreciated the, at what as well. Um, and even though it may appear, it I guess in trailers, uh, it's I wouldn't say it's like a, pro, it's not, definitely not a pro war movie. It's not a super anti-war movie either. Um, the character of like Jake Gyllenhaal's character, the sergeant, definitely portrayed as like just a straight-up typical like American sergeant dude or whatever else. Like he, this is Jake Gyllenhaal's like. Like he's good, but he's not, usually Jake Gyllenhaal in a movie is like very standout, but he's just like fine here. Um, But the movie is definitely more focused on having something to say about the false promises that the American government uh, gave to people during that quote unquote war, invasion of of Afghanistan, whatever you want to call it. Um, And then how they didn't follow up on their promises and left people and like people's lives like and how that affected people's lives and stuff and the focus is obviously on this character of Ahmed here but um yeah I would definitely I actually really enjoyed it so I would suggest
1: watching it awesome so yeah this comes to Prime Video this Friday uh and then you also watched a new series The Swarm on Binge
0: yeah this is a interesting one it's based on a um based on a book but like the pitch was i remember reading about it a while ago and it was like germans uh like a german the main production company is a, a german one um it was like their biggest production like tv show um co-production or whatever it is um and the cast is like i swear there's like probably nearly every language in the world in this like you've got like so many different languages being spoken from from characters throughout this series which i thought was really um interesting as well um the setup is that um how do you say it about sports? so you've got um you've got like uh you're introduced to a bunch of different characters and that's the thing i think the first few episodes it, it does that typical thing we have a larger cast of you're struggling to sort of get attached to any one character and the, the other problem with this show is because they i guess they try and make it realistic is most the characters because they're scientists they're fucking boring people like no no, of it like they're not they're not like played out to be like really exciting they're just like straight arrow sort of like scientist types which i guess it is what it is but they they definitely don't try to make them any more like super exciting um but the they're like introduced to a bunch of people including one who's just like a you know he's the scientist who like looks into whales and you know whatever that's called and you know they're all like water people though um and weird shit starts happening um with animals and stuff in the water and they begin trying to investigate it and i like it, it it builds up and up until I think like without even getting into major spoiler stuff, like there's a part um, where um, like it starts, I think in the first episode it's like a while washed up on the beach where that never really happens. It's like that's weird, that's that small. And I think by the time you get to the second or third episode, it's like fucking <laughs> like a swarm, like in the title, a swarm of fucking crabs just like storming up a beach and attacking people. Um, and no one can figure out why all these like sea life creatures are doing this. And um, of course the pitch sort of becomes its mother nature fighting back because of what we've done to the oceans. Um, So then this team sort of forms together to investigate that and to figure out what's going on. Um, I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. I I definitely feel like it's not going to be for everyone just because of how like straight edge a lot of the characters are. And it's, it's like the show's more interesting because of it's like what's happening rather than the people themselves which is yeah it's a plus and a, and a minus at the same time i guess um special effects wise even having a bigger budget like there's still definitely some parts where i'm like yeah <laughs> okay we can we could use a little bit more money here um stuff like that but um i liked it it ends on a cliffhanger um i looked up the book the book's like fucking thousand pages or something so i don't know how much of the, this is covered in the series but um i would be keen for a second series but um yeah well, i'd say it's not going to be for everyone i'd definitely like give, i'd give it more than one episode though if you, you i feel like it's definitely one of those shows where you have to sort of watch i'd say two to three to get your head to see the main sort of characters and then the main idea of the show before you could decide if it's for you or not
1: uh well that's everything i watched history this week <laughs> let's move into a little bit of film news uh and dylan the golden globes as we know are dead or at least the hollywood foreign press uh, so the, Hollywood, uh, the big changes are afoot for the Golden Globe Awards. Now, the Dick Clark Productions and Todd Bogley's Eldridge have acquired the assets and, of, full, of the awards from the non-profit Foreign Press Association, which will shut up as the Globe's franchise moves into a new era. Uh, the new owners will use the assets and cash on hand from the Hollywood Foreign Press Association to establish the Golden Globe Foundation, which will continue the HFPA's tradition of charitable giving, the award show itself and related assets will be part of the for-profit operations of Dick Clark Productions, which has long been allied with the Hollywood Foreign Press for the award show. The move out of the non-profit status will allow the Globes to pursue many more commercial options that were possible, then were possible under the foreign Hollywood Foreign Press regime. Uh, president says we're excited to close on this much-anticipated member-approved transaction and transition from a member-led organization to a commercial enterprise uh one of the major changes was the 95 original full-time members of the hollywood foreign press will now be salaried members of the De clark whatever company and making like seventy thousand dollars a year uh this doesn't include all the new me- voting members who were introduced in the last couple of years to make them look better um they'll just still be just unpaid <laughs> voters on the Hollywood, on the Golden Globes. Uh, but, yeah, I thought this was an interesting story that, like, the Hollywood Foreign Press technically dead now.
0: Yeah, very weird. Because for ages, obviously, you'd hear about, like, you know, thank you to the Hollywood Foreign Press. And, you know, it's, like, just sort of become unanimous with when you think Golden Globes and everything. So, I don't know. Like, what's the... Is it's it still like I I'm confused. Like, what's the how's it work now? Um,
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's still a the yeah, there's there'll still be a voting body for the Golden Globes, but I guess it won't technically be called the Hollywood Foreign Press. Okay. Uh, still very weird. It's still very weird. Um. And again, the LA Times says that the added voters will not become employees under the new ownership, but the 95 full-timers will be paid $75,000 a year to screen films and shows submitted for the Golden Globes, vote on the awards, create content for the organization's website, and uh, manage materials related to the award show. So, wow. That's a pretty good geek.
0: I could do that job.
1: So, yeah. Uh... Be interesting to see is is the Golden Globe suddenly going to become the Game Awards where there's like a ton of like ads during the actual showcase during the awards? There's no actual awards, it's just showing off a bunch of trailers.
0: I feel like the, the problem I've seen this idea obviously come up for people like, oh, wish movie shows like the Comey Awards were more like the Game Awards and stuff. Well, like, my but there's not enough trailers I feel like the, that audience would ever care about, you know what I mean? Because it's just like when you think no. it, it's at that stage, it's just the MTV movie awards. Like the trailers they would show there, which is Marvel stuff and, you know, like the pop culture stuff. Mm. You know? Dragon anyone's like getting hot. Man, here comes a new, like, what are we going to talk about later? We're talking about the trailer for fucking y- Yorgos, Le- the Th- Thethimos, the or how you say his name, trailer. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited. But
1: oh, There are some trailers that, you know, it's like, hey, we're going to show you the new Zack Snyder movie trailer. Sure. Just tune in. Yeah. They'll get people hyped and watching, I guess. But then you juxtapose that with, like, the actual award-winning films.
0: (laughs) The problem is also you can't, can't, like... Okay, so Netflix pays and they have a a trailer for their new movie shown and then they're nominated and it just becomes very weird.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, Here's an interesting one. Netflix has had a few nice days leading up to Memorial Day. According to new research from Antenna, uh, from May 24th to 27th, Netflix enjoyed its fourth largest day, four largest days of US sign up in the last four and a half years, it's measured the streamer. Netflix saw nearly 100,000 sign ups on both the 26th and the 27th. Why those days? On May 23rd, Netflix began to inform subscribers in America it was cracking down on password sharing. Clearly, the beginning public met that call to action with a whole lot of action. In other words, it probably wasn't all of uh, New Arnold Schwarzenegger series FUBA which released on the twenty fifth. So yeah, it seems like the decision to crack down on the password sharing paid off because there's a bunch of people signing up for Netflix.
0: Yeah, I'm not I'm not surprised about this at all. I think, as I said last time, that you just have this vocal group online. That are like oh that's it i'm just going to cancel my subscription and what I'm, I'm sure some people did do that like they canceled their subscriptions about the gui you know they're just pirating everything or whatever the fuck they're going to do they were never going to pay for it anyway they were only they're only using the login because they had access to the dads they, they were never going to pay for it so you haven't lost anyone but um i always thought yeah I, like the change they're like hey we're just like you know we're sort of hemorrhaging money can we like we just like can you maybe subscribe for your own account like <laughs> <laughs> And people were like, yeah, okay, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many is this people finally getting booted from uh, <laughs> their ex's Netflix accounts and that kind of stuff? Yeah, probably a lot. Quite a funny. lot, you know, yeah. so uh, yeah, apparently there were a lot of cancellations as well, to be fair, but uh, I assume it's been a net positive yeah. across the board. So we'll wait and see to see whether other streamers do a similar thing. That's it for this week. Let's let's give some time to some trailers. Sure. <laughs> of course, you can find all the trailers we're about to talk about this week in the show notes below. First trailer, Poor Things, directed by Yorgos Lampanos, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, Willem Dafoe, Rami Yusuf, Jared Carmichael, Christopher Abbott, Margaret Qualley, and Catherine Hunter. Brought back to life by an unorthodox scientist, a young woman runs off with a lawyer on a whirlwind adventure across the continents. Free from the prejudices of her time, she grows steadfast in her purpose to stand for equality and liberation. Dylan, what would you think of the trailer for Poor Things?
0: Uh, double thumbs up! Looks absolutely fantastic. I know what the fuck's really going on. Um, I mean, I get the 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 general gist or whatever, I guess, but there's just so much wild imagery and um, other things happening in this that I'm uh, I'm quite confused about the the way it's all going to play out. Um, but the mix between, I guess, both. Uh, William Defoe looking like a fucked up sort of Frankenstein. Uh, you got Mark Ruffalo and Emma Stone, I guess, having this this romance that ends with that slap at the end. And just Mark Ruffalo is like perfect correction of oh,
1: like, <laughs> it's like
0: ow. so ow, it's just so good. Um, you know, you got the black and white. You've got the sort of like uh, for the simplest term, Wes Anderson like imagery of the the cityscape there at that time. Sort of what's happening there. Um, Emma Stone just looks to be having the, the wildest performance in of her career, I guess, here. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I think I'll be, I'll be interested, I'm highly interested in it. This is definitely leaning more back into Yorgos's, like, more weird movie stuff which will be interesting you know if you if you watch this if you like it because like obviously he did the favorite but mm. like this teases on like having a darker side to it and obviously um i wouldn't be surprised if it does have like if it's rated ma or you know something like that for what's going on here um but yeah double thumbs up i'm very keen
1: yeah this is a double thumbs up for me as well like it looks uh weird and wacky and crazy and obviously it's got like a Frankenstein, you know, story to it. Um, yeah, Amber Stone looks fantastic. Uh, doing all kinds of weird, crazy shit. <laughs> Not having complete ability over her body, I guess, or something. Just random winking at times and <laughs> bullshit like that. Uh, yeah, this looks like it's going to be very absurdist and uh, crazy. So I'm on the board. Uh, so, it's releasing in US cinemas on September 8th and Australian cinemas on the 12th of October. Uh, next trailer is for The Outlaws, directed by Tyler Spindle, starring Adam Devine, Pierce Brosnan, Ellen Barkin, Nino Dobrev, uh, Michael Rooker, Nathan, uh Julie Haggerty, Christian Kind, Lil Ray Howery, and Blake Anderson. Owen Browning is a Straight-laced bank manager about to marry the love of his life, uh, Parker, when his bank is held up by the ghost bandits during his wedding week. He believes his future in-laws, who just arrived in town, are the infamous outlaws. Dylan, what do you think of this trailer? I I think
0: maybe it's because of the big week I've had, um, or something like that. But I watched this trailer and I just, I really liked it. Like I was like, I just wish I could put this on. <laughs> This is just the perfect... Because all I kind of want to do is relax, to be honest. Like, I'm, I'm fucking tired this week, right? So if I if I could... This is the perfect movie where I wish I could just... After we finish recording, I would happily just buy some junk food and put this on. And this is just going to be a dumb, fun movie. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to dump funds up.
1: Wow. Uh, this is one up, one down for me. I'm on board for the silliness. And I enjoyed, like, the in-jokes and that kind of stuff. But, you know... It, it it seems like a standard Netflix film, so, um, yeah, I enjoy Adam Devine. I like the James Bond references. Uh, Chris, I wasn't Chris putting, putting on the stupid, stupid accent fire. in this. Yeah, yeah, you know, I got Michael Walker in this. Too handsome. It's too much. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so this is coming to Netflix on the seventh of July. So sorry, Dylan, you can't watch it straight after this. Yeah, no, that's my that's my problem. Next trailer is for Good Omens Season 2, uh created by Neil Gaiman, starring Michael Sheen, David Tennant, John Hamm, Dune McAchin McAchan, uh Gloria Abiano, uh Miranda Richardson, Maggie Service, Nina Sosanna, Liz Carr, sepal Sepulveda, and Shelly Conn. Uh Good Omens 2 explores storylines and goes beyond the original source material to illuminate the ineffable friendship between Asfriel, a fussy angel and rare book dealer, and the fast loving demon Crowley. Having been on Earth since the beginning and the apocalypse watered, the Jew are getting back to easy lives living among mortals in London, Soho. That is until the archangel Gabriel turns up unexpectedly at the door of Asfriel's bookshop with no memory of who he is or how he got there. While Crowley is leery as to why the archangel has come to his bookshop, uh, Asfriel is keen to solve the mystery behind gabriel's condition however finding the archangel from both heaven and oh however hiding the archangel from heaven and hell quickly disrupts their lives in unforeseen ways to solve this mystery and thwart heaven and hell in the process the duo will need to will need more than a miracle they'll need to once again rely on each other (laughs) what did you think of this trailer uh
0: double thumbs up i although i'm watching this trailer going like i love the the, the original yes. series but it came out like 10 years ago <laughs> um is <laughs> the, the problem and i'm watching this trailer going yep that they, they definitely feel like the characters i remember yep i remember john ham was in the first series too that's cool um what the fuck happened in the first in the season <laughs> the <recap laughs> like, it's, it's, it's my only problem yeah, I I need a recap video or something like that. Like I've got the general idea, you know, like I remember Apocalypse,
1: you know, in our characters,
0: cats, things, stuff happens, yeah. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Like I i remember like bits, Francis McDormand that like plagues God and whatever else. Um, I got a little bits and bobs between that, but yeah, I definitely need a recap video ahead of this. Otherwise, I'm still gonna double thumbs up because if anything it made me go in a dream world. I'll just yeah. rewatch the entire first season again. Cause I really
1: remember enjoying it quite a lot, but that ain't going to happen. So I just need a recap video before this. Yeah. I'll give it two thumbs up as well. I mean, you know, Michael Sheen, David Tennant together, winning formula. Um, lots of cool imagery, John Hamm being, uh, an idiot. You know, it works for him.
0: <laughs> it's his new thing. He loves it.
1: Yeah. That's what he does. Um, yeah, looks like a lot of fun. Just like all the little bits and pieces of heaven and hell and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely keen. I too definitely need like a recap video or like a quick run through. Uh, even though I still consistently see good Omen stuff all the time. Like people definitely love that show and like mm-hmm. like cosplay and like fan art and stuff pop up on the timeline every now and again. So, uh, it hasn't been completely out of mind. Uh, but yeah, it's been a while. So, uh, Good Omens coming to Prime Video on the 28th of July. Next trailer is for The Expendables 4, or Expend 4 Bulls. Uh, directed by Steve Waugh. Uh, starring Sylvester Stallone, Jason Statham, Dolph Lundgren, Randy Couture, Curtis 50 Cent Jackson, Megan Fox, Tony Hia, uh Ico Ways, Jacob Scipio, Levy Tran and Andy Garcia. The Expendables are an assigned mission to stop Suato, who runs a terrorist organization from smuggling nuclear warheads that will ignite a conflict between Russia and the US. So mm-hmm. what did you think a trailer for the Expendables for? Um, well,
0: I'm going to put this out of the way. The fact that they actually... It's not a it's not a poster thing when they put the four in it. It's literally the, the fucking title where they've kept it in a four, like officially. Like it's part of the title. That's dumb as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um how are you meant to pronounce it? I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go one up one down only because I have both Tony Jar and Iko Yas in a movie. Mm. Um, two people I really like. Otherwise, uh, it would be a double thumbs down. But that said, I have watched all the other. I've watched the other three, so if I can, whatever.
1: Yeah, this is one-on-one one down for me. I mean, it's cool the cast is; those people are involved, but uh, this did not exactly excite me, and it's missing a lot of the like major cast members. I feel like were the draw from the last film. Like, there's at least four or five people from the like regular expendables cast who aren't here well i can tell you why
0: one of them left yeah do you know the story about why um uh fuck what's his name from um terry cruz you know why terry cruz left why so he the person he accused of sexually assaulting him is like friends of one of the the fucking 20 producers on this wow and um he said that the story is that that dude asked him to like take back what he said and he said nope and then he said all right oh well fuck you i'm not gonna do the movie anymore and left cool good for him so google that shit yeah good for it's not one of them it's Chris. not one of the producers that's ever on the set if you look it up it's like it's like one the of the dudes now 50 one of the people executive he,
1: producers
0: yeah one of those dudes who just probably throw their money in a million like it's yeah. one of those dudes so but still it's yeah that that was that yeah,
1: yeah. uh yeah but yeah, it's crazy. The last movie came out in 2014, so it's been like nine years since it's been a while. One of these movies. Uh so yeah. I, have you watched them all? No, I've watched absolutely none. Okay.
0: Here's my ranking. Okay. Uh off the top of my head, I'll say two, three,
1: one. Okay. There you go. It's interesting. The ones like Julie's favorite. Stallone director, though, I think there's a problem. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one Stallone doesn't have a writing credit, so that's interesting. No, uh, so
0: the 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 last one was uh, the one with um uh fucking Antonio Banderas, I think that was the third one, the bad guy.
1: Uh, Mel Gibson. Oh, Mel well, Gibson, right? Antonio yeah, Banderas was in. Uh, oh, Stallone, yeah,
0: he's in. Yeah. An it. Harrison Ford too, right?
1: Yep. yeah. That one had everybody, and they're like, no, I don't, can't help it. I guess. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so Expendables 4 come to the US on the 22nd of September and the two um, Australian cinemas on the 5th of October. Last trailer for this week Bottoms, directed by Emma Selgman, uh starring Rachel Sonot, Ayo Ederberry. Havana Rose Liu, Kaya Gerber, uh, Nicholas Galtzine, Dagmara Domoguin. Domazix and Marshall Lynch. Unpopular best friends PJ and Josie start a high school fight club to meet girls and lose their virginity. They soon find themselves in over their heads when the most popular students start beating each other up in the name of self defense. (laughs) What do you think of the trailer for Bottoms?
0: Oh, Double Thumbs Up. I can't fucking wait. Um, Amber Seligman, obviously director of um, Shiva Shiva, uh, Party? No, Shiva Baby, sorry. Um, Which I really enjoyed a couple years ago obviously um this one's co-written between her and Rachel not also on it um the trailer looks so silly (laughs) like it's so funny at the same time the fact that the jocks are never out of their um football gear i find very funny um but also quite, yeah, it's just good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the fact that the whole trailer plays out like a typical sort of um, teen high school thing, and then they just start beating living fuck out of each other, um, that's also very funny. Uh, the cast is really, really good. Um, I mean, if you've never seen... Um, have you ever seen... I think there's a, the interview with... Um, uh, there was that interview last year with Io Ederberry where she's like talking about like being cast as the donkey in um in um the Banshees of Sharon. Yes, yeah, and she does the whole accent, and just commits to the bit. That's a very fun. She's a very funny person. So, I mean, I'm I'm keen with this. This is just yeah, I'm very very kidding. I've watched this one twice already. So give it to me.
1: Yeah, I'll give this thumbs up as well. I've watched it multiple times. Uh, obviously debuted, I want to say, at South by Southwest early this year. Uh, so it's been on the radar for a while, but um, yeah, it looks fantastic. Looks incredibly silly. I enjoy Marshawn Lynch uh, getting an acting role, uh, obviously a big NFL player, but you know he was in uh, that Murderville show with uh, Will Arnett in that episode. who was fantastic in, uh, so seeing him here <laughs> being the Royce of Reason, I think is funny, um, kind of um
0: they're just like you're a teacher can you say that stuff to us <laughs> yeah
1: i need my mama says i need to find some hobbies as well as you like titty magazine um <laughs> just crazy and like uh yeah I, I i can kind of imagine how the the climax of this film is going to play out but i'm excited to see how it does you know just from some of the imagery you can go you got to piece some things together but
0: Here's my other thing. I'm so annoyed. So right, ever since I watched That Sheba Baby, I've sort of become like Rachel not, I've become slowly, slowly more of a fanboy. Um, the <laughs> the fact that she's in that fucking idol at the moment. That she's the first episode of the idol comes out last week and the first trailer for this drops, and I go, fantastic, can't wait. And I'm like, why are you in this trash? <laughs> get away. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gotta get that money. Fucking it hell. Alright, uh, yep. So, uh, Bottoms. It's coming to... I did not find a release date. Hang on. It was like August. I oh, know. Bottoms is not having an v- Australian release date. Oh. Uh, I thought it did. But it's coming Bottoms to up. American cinemas on the 25th of August. This will get released here. It says it's being released internationally by Warners. So, let me have a look. Yeah, I'll be. I, I, I,
0: I wasn't filled with any fear after I saw who was distributing it. So, yeah, I guess we'll wait and see. Uh, all right, shut up, nerd! I fucked your mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the way you Sorry, I was just flicking for the trailer
1: again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you cheated s-
0: on me! No, I didn't. Shut up, nerd! I fucked your mouth.
1: <laughs> Mm, uh, oh, dummy! Uh, <laughs> a good bit. All right, uh, let's move into this week's top three. Definitely in the top three. And in honor or in spite of the idol, this week's top three, top three acting performances by musicians. Because the weekends, right? Sure.
0: I mean, I, I'll tell you right now. I just, I, I didn't go. I just went top three, like musicians turned actors not yeah, like yeah. best
1: performances like is that sure okay Dylan what's your
0: number three number three Mark Wahlberg mm. so obviously like not wouldn't Cole a great actor but as far as like transitioning from being old Marky Mark to you know trying to do terrible rap into a, a sort of one of the mainstay big Hollywood action stars at the moment yeah I feel like definitely a career change that worked out very well for him so
1: Mark Wahlberg i did actual performances uh yeah. but you know the top two you always tell it. me whatever
0: hell you read it yeah, yeah okay the rules.
1: my number three <laughs> mdm Eight mile you know it's not a stretch but it's a very memorable performance uh kind of surprised he didn't do any real acting after this but uh you know
0: I don't think he ever had any aspirations to be an actor. I just think he like when they said like we want to tell your story in a movie. He's like, okay, but but I'll do it. Like it's me. Yeah, Yeah. I don't trust anybody else to tell my story properly. And he uh, and yeah, full respect because he 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 definitely gives a very good performance in that movie. That it's quite funny that no one ever tried to drag him into doing more acting. He just was like, no, I'll I'll give I'll give this my all, and I'm yeah, I'm good.
1: Yeah, I'm good. I have my fill. Uh, so yeah, memorable. Dylan, what's the number two? Number two is Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. So obviously
0: has a lot of up-down performances. She's appeared in all different types of genres, but she does have very good, like, like could, should have been award-nominated roles, mm-hmm. as we've seen um, a couple of years ago. Um, what the fuck was that movie called? Um, the stripper one. The fucking pole dancer one, (laughs) whatever it's called. I don't know, whatever that one was called. That movie where she should have got nominated because she's very good, and then she's in other random shit like Anacondas and you know stuff like that. But obviously, um, she does both still. But she's, yeah, the the, she's one of the most mainstay, I think, act like musicians turned
1: actors. So, yeah, hustlers. That was it, hustlers. My number two. Jono Monet for specifically Goshany, which is a fantastic film. And she's fantastic in it. Uh, playing multiple roles. Uh, oh. Yeah. Just brilliant. Uh, steals the show. Uh, yeah, and definitely didn't expect that performance from her. So yeah. Jono Monet is my number two. Dylan, what is your number one?
0: Will Smith. Fair. Who? fair who else i feel like if I, the way i read the question is because musicians turned actors i know dude
1: to, i can't was he a musician before he started yep bel-air
0: yep okay so he came in and he was basically playing himself because he was like the rapper kid you know okay and then he career just like jettisoned off that into full acting. And then every now and then he'd be like, I'm going to try and make a song again. And then he'll put one out, people like, "Nah, nee. just stick to the acting. And he will disappear for like 10 years. And then he came out of like that 2005 album that had that one good song. Um, and then, you know, I don't think he put out any music since then, at least as far as I'm aware. I don't know. <laughs> just...
1: Yeah. Uh, my number one Lady Gaga, Star is Born. Fantastic performance uh and she's still doing fantastic music stuff as well so and despite some of her acting choices not being fantastic you know i think uh she's definitely multi-talented and will probably make the full transition to acting i suspect so yeah that's our top threes dylan this week what do you want to watch
0: uh this week i want to watch elemental Upcoming Disney Pixar movie uh, in cinemas Thursday in cinemas in cinemas. Important to note, not straight to Disney plus it's actually in cinemas. So that's it. I don't have, I don't think I have a TV show this week. Just I got that.
1: Yeah. Elemental's my pick as well. Um, I'm going to see the flash. So I am excited about that. Uh, Also hope maybe get a chance to see you hurt my feelings, which releases this week. Uh, and if you listen to this as it's released, there's still a chance you could get tickets. When's it the fifteenth or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you have to be very lucky in listening to the end of this podcast and have gone to our website mm. right before the end of midnight or whatever. Uh mm. TV front, not a lot being released this week. Uh maybe Black Mirror, maybe this is the season I finally jump in and watch an episode. When's that up? Friday, Thursday.
0: Forgot about
1: that. All right, that's my TV pick. There we go. All right, let us know what you want to watch this week by going to Exposure.com slash Twitter or jump into Discord at explosion.com slash Discord. If you want to help us out here at what you want to watch, leave us a review on our podcast or on Podchaser. Leave us five stars, and you can leave five stars or just tell people about the show. And if you've enjoyed this episode, Thor's worth a dollar, head on over to our cover page at explosion.com slash support. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, keep watching stuff, I guess.